hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. Theo, we are in a digital age, and that means digital age that that I only sign checks and write letters, like the envelopes, especially doing the addresses, far enough apart that I forget how to do it every fucking time. <laughs> and you do it's it every time. You got to Google it. It's just far enough apart that I go, I lose a little bit of confidence. That where, like, I, it's just enough confidence that I go. Is it that like what what line does the zip code go on? Oh, it was okay. It's the same line. I just who wanted you, to make my sure. you're send my question. Who who are you sending letters to at all? I think I don't write. Mm. I don't think I write letters. Lord knows when was the last time I sent a letter. I guess maybe a birthday card. It's been a while. It's been a it's been a New York minute, and by that I mean the reverse of a New York minute. It's been a which is a Kentucky fried <laughs> that's a Louisiana year. My dearest Annabelle, the war is not going well. Uh, we are losing a lot of men, but I think of you every night, and I think you have big bazongas from Colonel <laughs> from <laughs> Colonel, S- Colonel Sanders. If one I'm day sending I, a letter. <laughs> if I finish the war against this bucket of fried chicken, I might return home one day, but Lord knows it's a... It's a bathtub out here. It's a bathtub I, full of chicken. I lost my leg, but it wasn't to a cannon. No, it was, it the was diabetes. to the diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely from the diabetes. But I'm, are you saying that I'm just an old soul? We were just talking literally moments before we started recording about how you're an old man now. I am an old man now. But you don't write I have come with all the territory, getting up early, yelling at kids, driving mm-hmm. slowly. These are all things I do. Yeah. And but I had to. I received a postcard from somebody that required a response, and so I had to sign. (laughs) And it took me a while to like actually write a thing back. Hold on, requires a response indicates that someone wrote you a letter, and you were like, they asked me a question in this letter, and I have to get back to them with the slowest possible response. I can. What 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 was so urgent and yet so not urgent that you needed to write and send a letter. They were asking if I wanted to go camping in New Hampshire. <laughs> Why don't you just text them? Because that's not fun. That's fun they as said, hell. They had they had a great time sending me a fun. It was a fun personalized one, and I had to go to my girlfriend and go. Do we have any postcards? And she, you know what she said to me? Of course we do. Why do you but have ran, random postcards or something? You not get random from a gift yeah. shop somewhere, and you send it from that place, oh, I, and it's got baby, a fun stamp baby, on it. This is. This is a postcard right here <laughs> that my girlfriend got me Fort Cody from um, Fort, yeah, Fort Cody Trading Post, North Plate, Nebraska, and it is just a, like a Playmobil. If I uh, received like Indian Village, <laughs> if I received a postcard from you and it was from Nebraska, and I asked you, "Were you in Nebraska when you sent that?" and you said no, 
I would hand it back to you and I would say, send it from Nebraska <laughs> yeah. next time. You gotta go. You gotta, there's no post, there's no mailbox. There's no in post in Nebraska. There's, there's, there's no one United mailbox States right Postal in the Service in Nebraska. And they go, come to us. That's, what, <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually what the Four Corners is. There's one mailbox for all four of those states. That's something they don't tell you. Okay. <laughs> this is, these are the things that you learn in Segment City. Welcome to Segment City, everybody. This is uh, a podcast in which Theo and I just send letters to each other, and then we read them aloud and for I you. Send, and I send them back to Will. Yeah. Do you know in Segment City that um, having it, it is legally required um, to have a pen pal? Oh, okay. Well, that's convenient. Yeah. They assign one to you, like government. They assign, uh, assign one assign. to you. And right, right, right. you know what? I feel bad for the person who got Gladys. She's a, she's, she's she a writes ri- and she writes. She writes and, and writes. She never reads. It's just she only about writes. like how many hairballs her cat threw up, things like that. But I'm Will Kane, and you know what? That's what I would be writing about in my letters. Is <laughs> <laughs> my cat throws up, which is a lot. And I'm Theosopakos, and I'm committing mail fraud. I'm reading everybody's <laughs> letters as they're going through oh. the system. I'm out here. I'm opening those letters. I'm snooping. I know. I'm the master of whisperers, and you don't even know. Oh, you're the master. Oh, you're the spider from. I am the Game spider, exactly. And uh, this podcast, in which Theo and I open up your letters, we go through your mail, and we see what's good. What would be good content? Good <laughs> a, you've already thought about the things we're talking about. It's nothing yeah. new. <laughs> we're retreading old ground. Do we dumpster dive our way through the internet? We get those good morsels from uh, like Wikipedia and Amazon, the places you wouldn't expect good comedy to be. And now, uh, this is some good comedy from my own brain. And this is probably as close to um, a fortune cookie as I've ever gotten okay, for, all for right. a Will Shower thought. Um, the people who need the most advice are the least likely to listen to it. Wow, you should, yeah, that's that's a fortune. That's a fortune cookie. You're that's not, a fortune cookie. Your lucky cookie. numbers <laughs> are 4, 7, 11, and... This is how you say Seal. Seal? Not the animal, but <laughs> the, the proper something. name oh. of the the musician. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how Mandarin works. This is how you uh, say CeeLo Green in Chinese. It's just CeeLo Green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, because I feel like there are people, this originally started as like a longer thought of like, people always give advice of like, well, when you have a kid, you'll know. And then like, there are also stories of people being like, and you know what? They were fucking right. They were, like, mm. but I took until I was like literally in the situation that I like that they said to prepare for that I didn't prepare for. Then I'm now here, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to prepare the next person, and Say, then they give advice to another stupid person. Someone saying, and then nothing happens. When you have a child, you'll know. Isn't really advice, is it? It's not no. instructing you to live <laughs> no, a better life in any meaningful way, is it? They could give you, there are people who give like advice that, uh, I don't know, life advice that it's like, once you get to a certain age, you'll think more about like, I don't know, work-life balance. And you go, whatever, old man, I'm going to, I'm going to live on 11. And then you get to that age. And like, there are people (laughs) who've said, I've heard say, I know you, you've told me that exercise like makes you feel good and like gives you more energy, but I didn't know until I started exercising. Like I didn't actually fucking believe you. I thought you lie were lying to me. Yeah. Somebody, somebody should have, they should have listened to that. If they're giving you free advice on how to be happier, maybe you should listen. 
lot of a lot of free advice coming around these days, and then a lot also of not free, free advice. advice, a lot of paid advice, a lot of paywalled advice. Yeah, a lot of mm, there's paywall. A lot of, I almost made that the thought of like how there's a lot of scams and also a lot of people talking about how many scams, which tells how many scams there <laughs> truly are. There are a lot of when scams. You see, like articles on like, I don't know, Wall Street Journal that's like, what's up with all these scams? <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, do you, can you tell me? You you also seem confused. I Every time I mention to, this is separate, this is back to paywalled things. Whenever I mention... Yeah to people outside of my immediate social circle that I use an ad blocker. Everyone's like, what? You can experience the internet without ads? And I was just like, this is wild that a lot of people go around the internet experiencing advertisements. Have you, have, how many, what? Are, I, are these just like, I think you have a weird honest streak sometimes. You'd be, you'd be shocked. You'd be shocked at how often, how many people don't use ad blockers is is just mind boggling to me. Yeah, I I I'm trying to think of like I I don't have an ad blocker on my phone. I should get one right now. Like now yeah, that I'm thinking about right? it, but it's like on my computer. I that's like the of first course. thing you get. You get when you get a new computer. You either get Firefox or Chrome or whatever yep. like thing other than Internet Explorer or yep. <laughs> like the bad ones. And then you get immediately on that. Th- like they have plugins for like Chrome and stuff. You just immediately get the ad immediately. block. Like, because it's so it's so easy. Why would I even, you not? Every time I see a YouTube ad when I am on like a smart TV or something that I can't ad block, I'm like, ugh, YouTube has ads? This is horrible. Oh, Why yeah, would anybody you, do this? This is terrible. I was hanging out with my parents and we <laughs> they have like cable news and also we'll sometimes get that. And it's weird what your TV thinks of you. Yeah. Where they're just like. Half of them are in Spanish, and you're like, where do you think we are? Like, what's the, what? I'm in Massachusetts. Like, I've nothing is set to Spanish here. I also got a new smart TV recently, and I went into the settings, and I had to disable the personalized ads, and I was like, why would I opt in for you to target advertising to me on my television? Why would I ever do that? You're going to just monitor the things I watch on Netflix, and then be like, and also, you might want to buy a Formula One car, because you're watching Drive to not. Survive. We there's actually people who like advertisements and they want them to be curated so that they know what to Why? buy. There are people out there. There are people because I don't know. <laughs> being told what to like. I, I like advertisements that are so off base that I can make content out of it, like the X chair. Here's the thing: is like, what <laughs> I was actually thinking about this. What do you do for like? We're we, people talk about like post capitalism, but sure, like sure. one of the things that I think the most about post capitalism is like, what the fuck do people do for ads? Other than making a know. Wendy's, like the Wendy's Twitter, like gross people. Because when you see a thing for Brawny, it's the same fucking ad since like they say they say the same exact words where they're like Brawny, it picks up a lot of shit. Like, what do you want? <laughs> Brawny was still the same product. We're out here. It absorbs more blue, like tampon water or whatever. It's the same <laughs> liquid. They they always color the liquid. It's like if you accidentally get blue, blue goop into all this. in your all in your pants, then wear the one you want. Yeah, if, it'll help you with that specifically. <laughs> if, like, you're an, the, if you're an alien and you're on this planet and you and you accidentally goop yourself, you're, you're we're here for you. We yeah. have the alien demographic locked down. They don't, other than like being like, we added another blade to your razor. Now it's more razors <laughs> now per it's blade. Now like, razor blades. There's, they don't like normally change the formula a lot unless it's like, and then when they do, it's always something insane that's like way too far. Like every single thing that Oreo puts out where they're just like, this is um, bubble gum and peanut butter flavored. Like is the, oh, 
This is, is, this this is the question I have. When you go to the store and you need to buy duct tape, are you looking for duct tape or are you looking for something that's claiming to be even more powerful than duct tape? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I go for duct tape, I also make sure to get the right rope and, uh, and uh-huh. a hatchet. That goes without saying. Yeah. Those, those three uh, trifecta. They're, they're actually, it comes in a nice new bundle now. You can just, just three in one. Um, do I sometimes think about how much stickiness I want, but I feel uh-huh. like duct tape is an old, its own universe of how fucking sticky you <laughs> shit. Because like there's painter's tape, which is not very sticky and it's supposed right, to like purposely. pull away. Yeah, right, right. It's, and it's like, and then like, there's like the clear stuff that you can still pull away. Like it goes up and up and then duct tape goes, okay, we got regular duct tape, you know, just the kind that's like gray, uh-huh. kind of sticky. You can maybe rip it off, but it'll stick pretty good. Or you're never going to get this off this wall, no matter what. You could get power tools. It's, it's not getting off this it's wall. It's now a load supporting piece of tape. You can never it remove not- it. <laughs> The implication it is now with gorilla as hard tape. As iron. The implication with gorilla tape is if you put it on your face, it will rip your face off trying to get it off. That is the implication, right? <laughs> like a gorilla. Like yeah. a gorilla. Hmm. Well, just like the ads. Just like this ads. It's working on us, huh? We're out now here we're talking cut about to an ad right now for Chili's. Hi. Do you want some food that can be classified as food? Come to Chili's. Do you want to pay a little bit and have a sort of gross bath time experience later? Come to Chili's. We got Come you. Come to Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. You're not going to pay that much, and later on, you'll pay for it. It'll be great. Hey, would you like to utter the phrase, how did they fuck up a baked potato? <laughs> Come to Chili's. Anyway, would you like? Go. Would you like to be sitting in there and say, these jalapeno poppers are wet? <laughs> it's deep fried and wet. Did they stop deep frying halfway through? Hey, that's us. That's chilies. It's not Welcome quite Applebee's. To- yeah. <laughs> There's people who <laughs> I've heard somebody say my local bar is in Applebee's and that's the saddest phrase. Yeah, that's eaten bad in the neighborhood. Sorry to say yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not great. But hopefully we're going to be eating good. At your next segment. We're going to be eating good for sure, because the first segment always it's comes from the takeout. Take, and eating take good out. is sort of is sort of relative. And you know, we were just talking a big game about how advertising doesn't work. We use ad blockers. Well, here the fuck I am talking about Campbell's new soup. So you're, you're informed. <laughs> so we, their advertising we, is working. Here's the thing. Is there such a chain of there's a person who says, I'm putting out, hello, I'm putting out a press release for Campbell's. Uh-huh. And then the takeout goes, yes, I'm here. Yes, and I'm here. I'm like, here to And to also eat. they'll sometimes like take articles from other places. So sometimes like, right. so, so we're like, like the third or fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> chain we're, this, this is like fourth hand reporting for sure. For sure. Yeah. We're uh, disseminating the information even farther. Even this more. Is like how your veins go into like smaller and smaller <laughs> as it goes out. But... Anyway, this is bringing you uh, from the takeout. Campbell's ghost pepper soup is here to stay. No, here to stay. It here was to here? stay. Well, it's here to stay. <laughs> we didn't even get a say, and it's here to stay. This is this is you telling me the man who's been in your crawl space <laughs> is here, and he has squanders rights now. And I'm like, he's been here. I didn't even know. And he's like, yes, yeah. Ghost pepper is to really. You thought you were going to have diarrhea from normal Campbell's, <laughs> now super diarrhea. Not o- yeah, not only have the bed bugs arrived, they're kicking you out of the bed. Yeah, <laughs> like what? Excuse is, me. What is it? What is a ghost pepper soup? Like, is it? Well, a, is it just ghost peppers? 
It's a ghost pepper chicken noodle. They got the ghost pepper what? chicken noodle. <laughs> Who is huh. this for is maybe the question we were thinking of. Yeah. Are you, Honey, this is way, hot and I want way. this to be hot in a different way. Do you want soup that comes in, mm-hmm. say, 16 ounces? Or mm-hmm. do you want hot sauce that comes in a dash? Because you can't have a can full of hot sauce. That's nothing. Yes. <laughs> How, yeah, that is true. What's the ratio? I got to know, like, they got to have a little ring on the outside of the can of, like, we filled it up to here with ghost peppers. Right, right. How much are we talking? It's like the line on the on the McDonald's cup for ice or whatever, the Coke cup. Uh, so here goes, the, here's, the, here's the article. Back in January, grocery stalwart Campbell's delighted 500 people and disappointed scores of others when it held a contest to award lucky recipients with a f- flashy mailer full of Campbell's chunky ghost pepper chicken noodle soup. The brand knew it wanted to make a splash with the ultra-limited promotional product, but the public response has been so overwhelming that the extra spicy soup is now a permanent (laughs) Campbell's offering, a testament to the power of the pepper. I want this representative to just go, listen, it's you sick fucks who wanted it, okay? (laughs) You, you want, we wanted to stop, and you said we want more, we want to destroy ourselves. I handed in my resignation, and they said, Johnson, get back on the ghost pepper case, those greedy fucks won't stop texting us. (laughs) Send more pallets, we're having more contests so they, they can kill themselves. It's insane. Quote, we wouldn't have done anything like this in years past, Brian Cozy, <laughs> Campbell's chief uh, People uh, executive so chef, told the tape. So broken out. by the modern times that they've, they've just embraced the insanity. And now we're, you couldn't do this earlier because people used to have standards. I came and home now, from work and my wife had just poured buffalo wild wing sauce into a bowl. And I said, honey, that's nothing. That's not dinner. And she said, you better fucking eat it and shut up. Eat your slop, and I did. And I did, and guess what? We're selling it to you now. (laughs) Ugh, ugh, yeah. The quote continues, It's going to be one of those things that really is a new chapter for us. Okay, well... You um, make soup. What do you mean it's a new chapter? It's hey, more, hey, Campbell's, it's slightly you already have soup. cornered the market of people who are sick and don't have time to cook themselves something. Maybe just take that money and deposit it into the bank and shut up. (laughs) When they are, Campbell's is also just like, they're fighting in the dirt with Chef YRD. Like, that's the yeah. <laughs> level that Campbell's is on right now. Maybe a little bit better, but it's like, it's like, you're not, you're canned soup. You're canned they're soup. Like, I can't, but I wonder what their margins are like for this ghost pepper. Maybe that's why they're I like, ooh, people really seem to like it, <laughs> but uh, it's kind of expensive. <laughs> oh, geez, ghost pepper supply chains. Oh, yeah. The, con- <laughs> that's a whole the contest went live on January 27th, and the 500 boxes were claimed in under a minute. According to the representatives for Campbell's, 36,000 people signed up to get a can of soup, which the brand claims is is 13 times spicier than chunky spicy chicken noodle, which I have no frame of reference for, but 13 times sure is a number. That's a lot. That's some Scoville units? I can't imagine that spicy chunky chicken nugget, (laughs) chicken nugget fucking... (laughs) Whatever soup <laughs> was all that was all that spicy to begin with because it was a mass market product. So what are we talking about here? There is something um, that kind of 
you this has broken you a tiny bit because the fact that you're like it's chicken nuggets right it's, like it's, what, it's, what am i what like, are we talking all the about articles that we've had with like kfc just being like let's bring back the double down like let's go back to insanity yeah, everybody and now you're like fuck dude is there chicken nuggets there could be like, <laughs> it has to bro, be, i fucking know there, we're talking about ghostbusters did i tell you about the other day when i went to a spicy chicken restaurant on the way home okay. from work uh-huh. And they made me sign a waiver for how spicy the chicken sandwich was that I bought. <laughs> Wait, what? Did it have, did it at least have a fun logo of like fire coming out of your mouth? Like you know, It was like called a the guy. Reaper sandwich. And I have to admit, like I, I went there and I got the spiciest sandwich because the previous time I had gotten the second spiciest not, sandwich. And I had assumed that the second spiciest sandwich was going to be very spicy and it wasn't. So then mm-hmm. I got the spiciest one that said, you know, you have to sign a waiver for that. And I said, fuck it. It's a Tuesday. Let's do it. Mount up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is also how you're broken. <laughs> you're just like, I could die. Sure. Whatever. I could. But, my, but my faith in mass market products for actually pushing the envelope in terms of spiciness is very low, considering that their spiciest sandwich was like, you know, perfectly edible. Spicy mm. to be sure, but not yeah. like I need to stop eating this sandwich spicy. And that was their mm. spiciest take on the sandwich. So, yeah. uh, I would probably like take a bite of that and go, oh, too much. And then yeah. like not eat the whole thing. But fair enough. Uh, the article continues. Uh, it was 13 times spicier. Uh, and it also the box included uh, other swag inside the box. Uh, since the I, new product was so <laughs> spicy, the kit included a fan, a sweatband, and a towel, tools one might need to combat all that heat. <laughs> Well, hello, ladies. It seems that you've caught me coming out from the shower after my <laughs> workout. Uh, yes, it is a Campbell's soup, uh, his sweatband, and a towel that I won in a competition. Luck is on my side. Luck is on It's all coming up, Donald. <laughs> it's all coming up, Donald. I've got all the... Who's repping this merch? Who's like, I got this from Campbell's Yeah, I know that, pepper. like, I know Taco Bell has a weird cult following, but does does Campbell's soup That's have like a ironic. weird... Ta- have a weird no, cult it's following? No, it's too normalized. Or, it's like, it's too, not... It's, yeah, right. It's too it's uh, not unoffensive, bubble. right? Like... Yeah. The, sp- mm-hmm. the stunt apparently worked better than anyone could have predicted, as Campbell's announced last week that the soup will be co- become a permanent part of its chunky line. Love that Ooh. sentence. Ooh, overcoming <laughs> hey, a part of the chunky, chunky line. line. Oh, no. <laughs> we got so many chunky products coming to you, even ones that you didn't want to be chunky, including, ooh, tomato soup. Wait, <laughs> that's just The chunky just line is tomatoes. what I call, call the queue I have to get in. At a, at a Las Vegas buffet. That's the <laughs> chunky line. <laughs> the ch- uh. <coughs> no, you're right. That's oh yeah, right. Ghost yep. pepper chicken noodle will be available nationwide starting this summer for two ninety nine a can, uh, for whatever it's worth. If, if you wanted, if you want to go I'm get going that out right now, <laughs> it's unclear how many people love the soup versus how many are simply trying to score a free swag kit. After all, 36,000 people expressing interest in something they haven't tasted yet isn't the same as 36,000 people coming back for seconds. But all the tasters mm. seem to agree on one thing. It doesn't skimp on spice. Okay. Okay. It's all actually right. spicy. Uh, some user recommends if you are daring enough to try it, I'd recommend this approach. Blend one of the classic non-spicy chicken noodle soup with one of its... Uh, one of this stuff and eat that. That way you'll actually be able to taste more than fire and you may not need to change shirts, suck down milk, or take anti-acid tablets and recover for a solid 15 minutes after your meal. I mean, 
15 minutes is not bad. Uh, I mean, it's also like, minutes? it's also like, what if you have to blend it with a regular can of chicken soup, maybe just, maybe just have the can of chicken soup. But you want half spice. You don't want the ultimate spice. You, you want don't a want bit 13 less. times spice. You want six and a half times spice. Yeah. Okay. You want to divide it by two. I see. Yeah. Apparently also, they printed in large lettering, eat at your own risk is printed right on the can. So hmm. that's, that's something. Now, did, do they have pictures of like the people who did, they probably don't, but the, uh, do we have demographics here? Are these a lot of white people? I feel like it might be. <laughs> As as a very are they trying person. to are they trying to go after like the 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 hot the talkies market like the youths who no. are going to like a bodega after yeah. school like are they trying no. to replace like you're not hey. hey if you're going to the corner store instead of getting that bag of chips why don't you crack a can of Campbell's you know hey Bernard come on down to the corner store oh you're gonna get some talkies no we're gonna crack open a can <laughs> of spicy ch- chicken noodle soup and we're gonna heat it over a little fire on the street corner like what <laughs> i'm gonna sip i'm gonna crack it rip it and grip it and rip it i'm gonna pour it down my throat Ugh. some yeah, things no, you know there's some things that that wouldn't that at this point in my life i think would just wouldn't phase me and seeing hmm. someone drinking a can of campbell's soup on the side of the street might just not phase me anymore it might just be mm. totally normalized that's living in a city, baby. <laughs> I was in New York this past weekend and I was on the subway and there was a full grown woman sucking on a binky on the train. And so <laughs> I thought, this is just life now, huh? All right. Uh-huh. This is life now. Okay. This is what we're doing. I wonder if binky lady like built up to it. How do you build this up? Is just, do you mean, do you yeah, mean like know. she just never stopped sucking on the binky when she grew up? I wonder if the, it's like a, a th- a, how much of it is a bit? How much of it? Just, how much of it is for vibes versus versus <laughs> any other legitimate it? interest? I feel like people from New York would do that just to create more of the to New York cultivate atmosphere. the vibe. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. You, you can't. You're not going to get robbed on the subway if you're sucking on a binky because you're out crazying the person who's going to rob you. That's true. That's yeah. actually <laughs> a defense mechanism. <laughs> right, if you go right, just right, like right. full crazy. Hmm. I have one last question. Did they say if it was an online pool? Yeah, hundred percent. It was. It was some online queue. It wasn't thirty six thousand so people lining up at a Campbell's as, as like a soup kitchen for this. But even imagine setting up a bot. To like <laughs> even that feels like too much work for just swag and like a can of soup. I don't what, know. What if this absolutely backfires and they sell none of it and they have to donate all of it and all the people who like are, who came <laughs> down are who, like, fuck whoever wow, came wow. down for like a bowl of soup is like what the fuck is this i can't eat this <laughs> this is radioactive this is like, right this is toxic 50 toxic sludge mm. <coughs> well well i hope your next segment is not toxic sludge is what i'm I, really you know hoping. what it's a way to reduce a, a kind of toxic uh sludge oh remember uh last time how we talked about how to quit uh anything yeah, yeah, I do remember that. I wanted to quit well, um, my addiction to checking the takeout.com. <laughs> you can't do that, <laughs> silly goose. That, that's the one thing uh, you shit. can't stop doing. No, but we it had a bunch of categories underneath it. And so we chose one last time that we're going to go into how to quit your job without burning bridges. Okay, all right. You got This one requires not being a fuckface from day one, so I hope that that's included in the steps. D- d- number one, don't 
<laughs> don't be an ass. Start swearing at people. <laughs> this is uh, published June 6, 2021, which I feel like is very is a Ooh, little bit wow. pointed. Yes, that um, is very I, of of the time. Great Recession, maybe. Two weeks notice is not literally the law. This is an article by Diego Wyatt. Thanks, Diego, for that. Thanks, Diego. <laughs> Set in a tone. This is the IRS. You have to get back to work. You didn't give two weeks notice. <laughs> get, get in jail no two weeks uh and this is from good housekeeping so that that'll uh temper your expectations good housekeeping the place yeah. that tells me how to do chores is going to tell me how to quit my job they get i mean how much can you say sweep it into a dustpan <laughs> how often you, like, right <laughs> you, maybe, there's like three pieces of a swiffer i don't know <laughs> yeah use like even the hard stuff of like use a little bit of vinegar yeah <laughs> it's like okay Okay, let's put this bluntly. You hate your job, and you can't wait to bid adieu to the toxic work culture. The lack of opportunity oh to move up, that creepy coworker, the tone deaf diversity initiatives. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna uh, just say and the tone deaf. I'm I'm gonna do a little bit of red marker okay. on this. Yeah, you're gonna, like, you're gonna edit you, it. You're if gonna, you're gonna yeah. add, you don't just kind of end the list randomly. Um, You've got that seething, I quit email languishing in your drafts, and you're this close to hitting hey, send. Okay, this is a this is free advice. Hey, don't <laughs> keep a draft of an <laughs> I quit letter. You might accidentally That's send bad. that inadvertently you when you really need the job. I'm going to say if you've gone as far to send, like, draft that, just quit. Yeah. Just you're already at the point that you, <laughs> like, are so mad that you want to quit. But before you do, think about a little someone named future you future you may gravely regret said seething email in fact let's just state the state it definitively your future you will be desperately googling how to unsend an email yeah start by not so they're writing that, that draft my guy yeah. like <laughs> they're already yeah okay basically what you said but in a stupider way and yeah. <laughs> you trust think about future you which is kind of the language of like gurus and, and yuppie assholes of <laughs> so just like, hey, I know that it's hard to not think about what you are in the moment and like how how you want a taco right now. And so you're just going to go get a taco. Anyway, I'm by. But you got to think about – I'm sorry. I thought about taco. This is why I think about future me. Because future me then has to deal with those fucking calories, dude. And future me is going to be really psyched about the first taco and want a second taco. So I better get started on that first taco now. Yeah. Uh, it's true. When it's time to go, it's easy for emotions to get the best of you. But as Amelia Ransom, Senior Director of Engagement and Diversity for Software Company Av uh, Avalara, Avalara, that's how you say it. Okay. My brain took us. There's literally every other word was our letter was a it's always <laughs> avalara puts it quote you only get to leave this job once so set yourself up to leave well what does that mean <laughs> that that says you're not coming back to the company so make sure you don't burn bridges yeah what does that mean hey i, I know you don't need that bridge but keep it sound actually do some repairs to it yeah, be, be nice to the people who are jerks to you. <laughs> yeah. So whether you're transitioning to a more challenging role within another organization, and that has a hyperlink for more challenging role, which is very strange. Huh. Um, 
it just goes to job site. Actually, best job site search sites. <laughs> Thank you, good okay. housekeeping. Okay. Leaving to further your education or taking some time off to eat, pray, love. The, I, Did they write so, that? Oh, yeah. They wrote they wrote that? You pray love. I need to have it. I'm already, I'm already sitting tale. down. I need to sit down more. I don't know how that's <laughs> possible. To lay down. I need to lay down. On the ground. That's as close as to Whoa. Mother Earth. <laughs> I need to be closer right to Gaia right now. How you handle your relationship with your soon-to-be former employer can make or break your chances of future success. Here are some guidelines to navigating the final days of your job the right way, without burning bridges. And for some reason, they they have like words, but they also have an infographic that is useless. Okay, it is an absolutely in, like it's just a cutesy little how to quit your job. Do start by talking to your direct supervisor. It turns out that managers don't love hearing about a report's departure plans at the water cooler. Whether you're quitting an office gig or shift job, pay them due <laughs> respect by scheduling a one-on-one -on -one chat to talk about your intentions. Yeah, I'd go down, my counter advice, go down to the water cooler and go, yeah, that boss Brad's a real fucko, dude. I think I'm out of here till my, by Tuesday. I think I'm quitting. I was looking at some great jobs. You know, was, there's a couple of places I was looking at, specifically Microsoft. I was thinking about Facebook. And he's just like, I'm sorry, what? Just let me write these down. I, I mean, I think I could do a lot better than this place. This, this place, place sucks. Also, I hate my manager. And I bet he's right behind me, isn't he? Oh, wow. And he is. Oh, jeez. So they don't, yeah, of course. I love... <laughs> It's the fucking implication that you're just like such a moron that you're just like, I'm thinking about quitting. And your manager's just like, what? Like, to your manager. Your manager's like, this is this is a one-on-one. -on -one. Excuse me? <laughs> now, okay, here's the thing, though. I did have a manager that like did ask me point blank and like fr he was a very friendly manager, what wasn't particularly professional. He was like, so uh, looking for a new job? Like he was like Oof. actively because I was unhappy with my with a thing and was, I was already thinking about leaving and I was like, you do know that I I'm in at will state and I had yeah. to explain what the concept yeah. of at will employment was to him. of like I can't tell you or else I can't tell fire you me right like, right it'll be your um, obligation to fire me yeah um quote uh you shouldn't leave a position you you've uh until you have spoken to your manager and perhaps your manager's manager about why you're thinking about leaving thinking of leaving said andrew gold vp talent management and hr technology at pitney bows and also a huge fucking narc yeah excuse <laughs> me was this article actually written by let me check the author uh oh, jeff bezos Oh, this is literally, they're quoting a VP of talent management and HR. Oh, HR is oh. telling you, like, hey, make oh. sure, tell us beforehand, we'll have a conversation about it, you know. Make sure you to really clamp down on keeping you here, you wow. corporate drone. This, that's a pretty rough place to source your advice for this, for this piece. Of, like, this is pretty one-sided. I mean, this how to do it without burning bridges, which means, like, don't ruffle Kissing up the to corporate your, <laughs> feathers. Which is yeah. like, kiss up to your your employer. Whether you're thinking of leaving due to lack of development, an opportunity for more money, or a higher role of need of more flexibility, Gold has found that people are often surprised at some of the outcomes that result from these kinds of types of conversation. As somebody who's had literally a conversation where I'm like, I need a raise and a promotion. And uh -huh. they go, 
um, they do that at the end of the year, and then it gets to the end of the year, and they go, actually, they said, fuck you. Um, actually, they said, not enough <laughs> like, money, apparently? Uh, that's b- b- bullshit. Um, take as much time as you need to reflect on what you learned or grew in your last role. Let me, hey, can we all do that real quick? All together? Just okay, we're done. Okay. All right, yeah, I, <laughs> for my I last got role. There. Yeah. Uh, that said, sometimes no amount of chatting can make a miserable job worth keeping. That's why Tessa de Agosta, a recently transitioned social media manager, a recently transitioned social media manager means that you just got the job d- yesterday. Is that what <laughs> that means? new at the job. I presume so. Or they just like put a, hey, social media is not worth <laughs> anything and Tessa is a piece of shit. <laughs> it doesn't know anything. I was, I was planning on interviewing Tessa anyway because she's my she's my roommate, but uh, now I can put a title on her because she just got a job. Recently transitioned. Uh, learned early in 2020, it was a year that taught me quite blatantly about what I valued and what I want. What does that mean? Do people not think about these things? I value money in the in the bank. What, what I want, what do I want money, money in, in the, the bank. bank. <laughs> <laughs> she explains. It, it both confirmed my current situation was no longer working for me, and sort of paralyzed uh, me against doing anything about it. So when something good arrived via my network, I took it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Uh, <laughs> this is the stupidest don't I've ever seen. Don't slack off as soon as you give notice. Hey, that company Wait. that you are going to have no, like nothing bad could happen. No consequences. <laughs> summer break. <laughs> Def- yeah. Yeah. De- definitely just work yourself to the bone, especially if you're already burnt out. That's the They're, solution. Yeah. For Make sure you, they squeeze as much from you as possible. Right. The, and there's something different. I'm going to say real world. There's something different between like the next, like cushioning the next person or like adding a good transition or finishing a project and like don't slack off, meaning like work until your last day on projects. Make sure you get every single ticket in for your customer service job. Uh, until you descend the elevator for, for the last time, you're still an employee of your current company. And if you start rolling in at noon, skipping meetings, or badmouthing your boss, your reputation as a reliable employee may suffer. <laughs> what is hey, it? You're hey, already fucking is, leaving. What does it matter? What is, I yeah. mean, don't be, don't be a jerk, but like. And then the, here's the author guilting you. Future you will not be pleased. What the fuck do you know about future me? You <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> You don't know me. Plus, you've been there. Once someone leaves, their coworkers are left scrambling to pick up the extra load. No, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna fight back on this immediately. That's the manager's job. That's the manager's job. If you lose job. people, <laughs> then you go. Oh, sucks to suck. Everybody looks like until I get to one employee who has to do, do twenty jobs, and then it becomes and then that's I'm gonna just kind of have everybody kind of <laughs> fill the holes. Uh, plus, uh. So when your impending departure creates chaos, do your best to ease the transition. Quote, try to complete as much outstanding work as possible and document the work you do as uh, to make the situation. This is basically what we said. Hey, like, so uh, Rob, a, Rob, we've work. noticed that uh, you've been working 16 hour days. What's the deal? Yeah, well, I'm mm. going to quit in uh, two days. So I figured I may as well get all my work done. What? Huh? Huh? I I had a manager that literally just zipped up every single file on his computer and sent it to me and said, good luck. Good (laughs) luck. Which is, what a way to fucking leave. Uh, 
Quote, have a formal transition document with the supervisor that serves as both a negotiated document and an accountability document. This is written by HR for, for HR. For HR, yes, 100%. Uh, use it almost as a stable of contents to, uh, to the projects you're working on and ensure your team has access to it. So basically, like, narc on yourself and make sure everybody makes sure you do all your work. Right. Step one, take on more projects after you. After you plan in your two weeks notice, the first thing you should do is ask your manager for for more work so more that you work. can finish it up before you get before this you head is, out. And, you and get this? it signed, get it signed and agreed on because it's an expectation this, and a contract for before you leave. New, and make sure and don't notice how it says new employment contract where you're actually getting paid less. Yeah, we're being paid less, yeah. exactly. And, and somehow you can, be, you can be let go even more at will if that was possible. You were joking about, like, do even more work, but don't insist on giving two weeks notice. What? Wait, what? In the handbook of the working adult, the two-week rule is an ingrained as the ban on tuna fish lunches? Is is as ingrained as the ban on tuna fish. Okay, so they... they <laughs> okay, okay, so, that was wait, if it's this. as ingrained as the ban on tuna fish lunches, it means that, like, if you do don't it, be an asshole, no one's gonna but, shit their pants about it. Like... <laughs> It doesn't smell like shit if you like, <laughs> if you don't give two weeks notice. Like you don't. That's not why. It's not the same. That's a false equivalency. Uh, sometimes. So wait, employee, what you're saying is that once I put in my two weeks notice for two weeks straight, I should only eat tuna fish at work? No, no. Is that what, what the message saying. is? Sometimes, <laughs> and you were joking about doing more work. Sometimes employees even give, and this is in bold and in italics, more notice, hoping it will make them look good. But that's not always ideal. Says I skew. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you okay. for saying. It's I not wanna, always ideal. I'm going to be a great employee by quitting, <laughs> but it'll take me 12 months to do it. Quote, you, you have to think about the continued value add of giving extra notice. And when does it become a value negative? She recommends. Askew notes that if your relationship with an employer is toxic or strong feelings are involved, it's best to stick to what's in the handbook. If you're leaving on good terms, the added time may be appreciated. Get your replacement up to speed. Two weeks notice is, I'm going to say, is only for the employee's benefit. Employer's benefit. Yes. It's it's only to get the things wrapped up. If you have a toxic, like, if you're, like, screaming at your boss, but you go, but also I'm going to do you a courtesy. (laughs) It's ridiculous. This also completely negates negates to mention the, the, the instances where employees give their Hey, I'm thinking I'm, I've accepted another position. I'm going to leave the company. And then the company's response is, we're going to call security and have you escorted yeah, out of the building immediately. We've already, is, we're, like you're already, you're already out, out of, of every system. single account. Yes. Right. That, which, which happens a lot. Hey, that happens, happens a lot. A they, lot. They, they do not extend the same, uh, courtesy. Right. <laughs> so keep that in mind. At any rate, if you're leaving, you must mentally ready yourself for the unexpected. <laughs> Quote, be prepared. If you to pack think your- you're going to quit, you're going to have to pin me in a three-minute cage, <laughs> cage match. match. Oh, I didn't sign up for a cage match. <laughs> it's here in your contract. You should have fucking read it. Your second employment contract. <laughs> I got you for three minutes. Three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have gotten a, I should have known something was wrong <laughs> <laughs> when my manager was Hulk Hogan, and he's just yeah, like, it's all the boilerplate stuff, you know, uh, sick days, time off, the bone saw clause, you know, it's all normal stuff. <laughs> Wait, was the last one? Oh <laughs> uh, no, the sick, the sick time off. Yeah, sick days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, 
quote, be prepared to pack your things and leave once you inform your superiors that you will be voluntarily terminating your employment with the company, Ransom said. They may not want you to round once they know you're leaving, which is exactly, you're predicting this what before there. Um, you'll, you'll also want to give yourself some breathing room before your next opportunity begins. Sometimes you need to shake off the energy of the last place, she explains. Oh, you need to shake it off. Yeah. Do make your exit interview count. Perfect, perfecting an exit interview is like baking cake. It's important to add all the right ingredients. But don't turn up the heat too much. <laughs> Ooh. Now, as somebody, I'm a little bit biased because uh, <laughs> I went into one and I went on roast mode. And oh, no. It was, it, that was not why it would be oh, no. Oh, no. Here he goes. It's, that's not oh no (laughs) that i was gonna go on roast mode right now for roast mode right now bracing myself he's gonna quit the podcast two week notice no i i was like (laughs) hey your h your engineering leadership told us that if we wanted to be quote paid more that we should look for another job so uh maybe you should get on that like it was stuff like that um so hey don't let emotions drive your decisions during a resignation. What? Make sure you're cold, calculated, when you're, and then your boss fires you anyway because he was having <laughs> a bad day because he had a fight with his wife. These chats I, reala- with I realized I was unhappy at my job, but then I realized I was being too emotional. I should just suck it up. Mm. It's easy to spout off a laundry list of petty complaints and grievances, but a better use of time would be bring up larger challenges and benefits you navigated during your time within the organization. Why am I kissing up to when I'm leaving? Like, why am I like, and <laughs> I'm you know the one what? who's I actually, it. People do this in, like, you got to do this in performance reviews. Like, yeah, when mm-hmm. they give you, like, self, you go, like, I've done everything for the company. I built it with my own bare hands. Like, in mm. pre- performance reviews. But when you leave, you don't have to be like, and then I did this on this date, and you should give me a handshake for it. Like, what's the point? Uh, do Those that use them well see them as a great moment of reflection, said Ransom. Quote, I said things in my in- exit interview that, in five years, I'd no, never voiced in any official or meaningful capacity, says De Acosta. What? They were things Wait, about what? team structure and the ways of working in client relationships, things that affected people other than myself and would continue to do so. So I, so I do hope it makes a difference. And even if it doesn't, I feel like I did an important duty. So this person who is in a leadership position and seems to be like constant C-suite because they're a VP huh. of something was like, Anyway, so I in five years I never said any that <laughs> complained about anything, and everybody was a big asshole until I, and then I left. left. Yeah, you know, like a passive aggressive person, <laughs> like bottles everything up. If your HR department doesn't set up an exit review, reach out to them and set one up yourself. That's <laughs> not you my remain, job. If you remain constructive and honest. It may open the door to future exit interviews and positive changes in the future (laughs) for other people to do exit. Like you're calling them and be like, they won't listen to my complaints. They didn't before and they won't now. And now this is the last don't. Don't go out in a blaze of glory. You suck. You suck. (laughs) You suck. I mean, you're okay. Even even in that phraseology, they describe it as a blaze of glory. Like, don't don't I want to be glorified? I've never, every single quit has been, 
I've been like, um, so I'm putting my two weeks notice and my like manager being like, oh, okay, that's sorry to see you. Like, it's never been a, right, it's very- well, fuck yeah, dude, fuck you, <laughs> fuck the company, fuck everybody. I'm like, yeah, yeah no, but everybody does look home. a good, everyone loves a good quitting story, don't they? They love a good juicy, fuck you, I'm out of here. <laughs> I did, uh, I did say that to a manager when I was leaving a place. I did tell a manager that he was the worst person I think I've ever met. And he shook Oof. my hand, looked me in the eye, and he nodded at me. And it was he the, only time he ever, <laughs> the only time he's ever respected me because he was wow. a piece of shit and he knew it. Wow. Anyway. Glorious uh, bastard. A word to the wise. Those zingers you've been crafting to tell off everyone who did you wrong on your last day at work aren't nearly as satisfying in reality. Yeah, because it would be weird if you were like, <laughs> and now let me go to flip the page. <laughs> Rebecca, you bitch. <laughs> uh next is thanks for uh, all daryl uh, thanks everybody for coming to your own roasts because yeah, I'm, uh, I'm the one who's got something fuck to say you guys i know you got me a cake but i got you so fuck <laughs> i'm gonna roast you <laughs> you know they talk a lot of big game about in this article about how future you is going to be disappointed but here you are literally future you telling me about how great it was to tell off a manager in your exit interview that's yeah. <laughs> future you being satisfied yeah but they say uh hr uh, HR circles are small, warns askew, but mindful of how your behaviors or actions will follow you. Quote, one of the biggest mistakes you can make is not thinking about your future. Don't let emotions drive your decisions during a resignation. So you're going to blame my permanent record uh, for this? <laughs> Ugh. But anyway, uh, so future you says thanks. Is how <laughs> Diego oh ends my God. this. Hey, I'm going to say, Diego, you're a stooge. Next hey, hey, segment. It's me. <laughs> hey, it's me, future Theo, telling telling past Theo to not not pay any credence to this guy's advice. Nice. Oh, yeah. The, future everybody, Theo, nice. Hey, everybody, just listen to the fun jokes we made at their expense because these Only are, do the fun jokes. This was, there's so much corporate fucking, like, propaganda. Like you said, buy HR these. for HR. Yeah. And this is one of them. But it's in good housekeeping. What the? Why? Thanks for housewives. housewives. (laughs) But hopefully your next segment is for housewives. It certainly is. Is It's all about decorating the home with nice, good things that you're going to put around the house. Will, wake up. It's time. Mom? Will. Mom, is that you? The blood oh. moon rises. It's time to wake up. Oh, fuck. Did I turn into a werewolf again? Fuck, dude. Ow. If you turned into a werewolf, you would have been stuffed and on my shelf by now, so probably not. All right. That was just a bunch of that weed was I the, took. Oh, dude. <laughs> nice, <laughs> I dude. I, oh, man. Now I feel dude. a little bad for capturing you. That's pretty sick, dude. I would, now we're both doing characters, dude. Nice, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this <laughs> accent, but a nice yeah. bro, dude. <laughs> This this happens in every single D and D game I'm in. Is I do a character voice and everybody like I did a southern voice and everybody started doing Everyone a southern voice after a while. Yeah, yep. you gotta. So, I've got a nice selection for you today. Welcome back to the taxidermy shop. The taxidermy now. Last time. time you did show me like normally these are depressing because they're like actual dead mice and stuff. But mm-hmm. the last one did have a, a fucking decapitated duck head. 
listen to our that previous one episode. That's true. You know, I move a lot of inventory, so sometimes I forget about the things that I sell. Cause there's just mm. so much flying off the mm. shelves these days. Okay, yeah. You know, it's the busy season, what with Easter so, coming and all. You I'm know, gonna say, rebirth. It, I know we're here in private. It's just you and me, the kidnapper. Mm-hmm. There's no kidnappy. one listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, maybe tone it down for the list decapitations uh-huh. for, the, oh, for the kids. Hey, I don't take unsolicited advice, all right? I'll let you know if I'm <laughs> looking for feedback, okay? But you never solicit advice. You never I ask know. for feedback. I know. Well, I don't need any, I I don't need any help. You know, I'm someone who needs no uh, no advice or anything of that. I've got, I'm pretty self-confident. I listen to a lot of Lizzo. I don't know if you know this that about okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. To uh-huh, it's a lot, it's a lot of self-assurance. Yeah, it's yeah. self-body image, yes. Well, Will, I have a number of selections for you today. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, as always, you're going to set a little price for me. You know how it is. So, number one, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Number one, frat rat taxidermy oddities, curiosities, mouse animal house, John Belushi? <laughs> John Belushi. Oh, rest in peace, my man. Now it looks like your your spirit has been put into a rat. Sure has. <laughs> this is the cryogenic chamber for him. This is how we're storing him. Sending oh, you the man. image now, no. baby. <laughs> what the fuck? That's two. There's two in the picture. Two for one on this one. This is a oh, twofer. The, the eyes are not great. Please describe They're- to the listening audience what you see in as great as detail as you can. Okay. Okay, so this is based off of Animal House. So it's a mouse that is a, a wider mouse, I gotta say. Um, it, it has a toga on, it has a little uh-huh. beard. It has the biggest, like, most bead eyes. Like, it is, uh-huh. like, a, imagine a bead, it is that. Um, they look like black crown, ladybugs. And he's holding another mouse upside down uh, by its tail, like a, a far small, smaller one that is yeah. also wearing a toga. And he is drinking, the, is holding a beer. Yeah. Yeah, as just in and case he's part you were sure. Uh, Alpha Tai what was the fraternity? I it's think it's Delta like Tau Kai is what they're going for. Anyway, here's the description. Welcome to Animal House. Are you ready to party? This frat rat is it's time to pledge Delta Tau Kai and this little John Belouche rat will hold you upside down until you do. Perfect for any collector of anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic taxidermy, that- <laughs> frat culture, animal house, John Belushi, rat or culture? movie collectibles. Hey, frat- welcome to rat culture. <laughs> you know what? We got a lot of cultural <laughs> icons, including pizza rat. Uh, <laughs> rat culture, aka New York City. Come on, we got our Splinter. We got Splinter. <laughs> we got Master Splinter. THP Ninja Turtles, and that's kind of it. That's kind of it. So, this beautiful specimen. Look at his great eyes. Incredible body. Yeah. Tell me. Incredible body. Tell me what you would pay for this individual. I mean, it is a body. It is a corpse. Um, It is. I'm going to say that they're going to charge $50. This one is a beautiful $229.99. That's it's not even that I I mean how big could it be? Uh, it has a has face next to it. But it, I don't it is a, it is a, like eight inches tall. So if that, in, this okay. this I mean, this like, guy's a big chunko of a rat. This is a big boy. Something that's nine that price. nine and a half inches tall. That means it's 
more what? it's almost a foot tall which is fucking wild that's a big that's, that's a big that's a big guy it's that's big how boy. big this rat is <laughs> That's a big rat. Okay, maybe it is. That's worth that a money. pizza rat right there. That's a pizza. That's rat. a pizza rat. You could get some pizza. Okay, I hate that though. I, <laughs> this is this is better than uh, previous. That looks people are having fun with it, but that's a big rat. That's and imagine a big being rat. Like, having to explain. Oh, that's John Belushi's character from Animal House. If like, you're into <laughs> rat guess. culture or animal collectibles, this could be a great rat buy. Culture. We get so much. We got the fun uh, song. Rat, rat. He's red. <laughs> got that. Next up, we've got for you this one, Seven Watchers. So you're going to have to be right on top of it. Oh. Taxidermy Mouse Austin Powers Mouse Oddities Curiosities no. Taxidermy <laughs> no. Art. No, it doesn't. It, it's lost its mojo, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please describe oh what you see. Well, this one really needs a description because it's pretty horrifying. It really does. Okay, so it is. Um, I'm going to go from the bottom up. Uh-huh. So it is on kind of like a weird tin that they have like little star patterns. So it's like 70s or 60s. Awesome powers It has felt for the blue suit. It has a little doily that it has for like his little like ascot um, like fancy boy stuff. It's a regular mouse. It's doing a tiny little dance with its little feet and its little arms up with no hands showing. And it has um, just drawn on glasses. It has eyes that are drawn on <laughs> from the side. It's even worse. And it's taped on. It is actively. I thought it had like the things that go over the ears. It doesn't even have that. It's taped to the front of its face is uh, cartoon eyes on like cardboard. Yes, they did. They did do a little bit of uh, pasting here, maybe, and they put a wig on it as well. I don't know if you mentioned that. Yeah, it's got yeah. a felt blue outfit that looks oh. very Austin Powersy, Randy baby. If that's it how looks, what he says, it looks like uh, cheap. It looks like very cheap felt <laughs> they they bought. Hey, you know what? You talk to me once you have a suit made out of felt. Then we'll talk. Look at look at my felt suit that I'm wearing. You don't see me you, looking cheap. This is this is. <laughs> do I look like Santa Claus that I'm gonna be in a fucking full felt suit? Hey, a big everybody, felt blue hey, suit is me and this rat can match. You know what I'm saying? Ladies, would you like to kiss a man who feels like a muppet? Come on over. <laughs> I'm wearing, the, <laughs> wearing the skin of Kermit the Frog. It's even the same color. It's a green. Description reads, Taxidermy Austin Powers Mouse. Entire outfit designed and hand-sewn from felt. Entire $95. outfit designed and so hand-sewn from felt and cotton fabrics. $95. Hairstyles from faux fur. Glasses are dollhouse miniature. Mouse no. stands approximately four <laughs> inches tall, presented in plastic claw cloche to protect from dust and curious pets. I'm going down to $85. What made you change your mind? I, I thought better of myself. Well, this one reasonably priced at $65. What a steal. 65 And then the other one was to dollars uh, It was also twice the size. You'll never capture the market. It's great. It's wildly fluctuating. This is worse. This is more inane than the stock market. Like how things <laughs> go up and down. Sometimes like, it, it goes up, sometimes based, it goes down. 
It's based on nothing. There's no consistent there's market. Nothing. There's nothing to base it off of. This one, last one. What's this? What? What is it? Not taxidermy? Just an eBay item? This doesn't belong here. Yeah, what? Seventeen to eighteenth century chest, treasure chest, pirate strong box. I doubt. Whoa! Is the name of the no, post? Wait, 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 they don't. It says seventeenth to eighteenth century chest. Period. Treasure chest. Uh -huh. Period. Pirate. Period. Strong box. In parentheses. <laughs> I doubt. End parentheses. Period. I doubt. I doubt. Hmm. So they got a big box from the bottom of the ocean, and they said. It's pirates. <laughs> Pretty much. It's stupid. Description, description. <laughs> yeah, I hope that they have no... They didn't see a historian. <laughs> they didn't go to like even fucking... Uh, what's the roadshow? <laughs> Antiques roadshow. This one has it. item specifics. Ugh. Reads, uh, it gives the item height, the item length. It says brand is century. Type is chest. Theme is pirates. <laughs> Theme is pirates. It's a, so it is pirates. a pirate chest. Did it, does it have like? Can you see the crazy glue on like the corners and stuff? Here's like how a, phony is this? Here's a item description from the seller: 17th to 18th century chest. I was told it was found in a barn in Ipswich, Massachusetts. <laughs> Meaning, aka, someone found it at just some you know like it was in some. Antique why would you barn. think that was? Pirates. As Why would you to, think like, pirates I'm... are in Ip Ipswich, Massachusetts? I don't, could not tell you. Why would you not think it was just like this is Jebediah and uh, Ethel's belongings? Like, why would you be like it's a pirate captain's treasure? It's full of gold. Like, <laughs> I think I don't know. Like, <laughs> it didn't even look inside. Description continues. It does have a crustacean on the top. See pics. A, a side note. I looked at the pictures. There's no crustacean. There's, not, okay, <laughs> there's, there's absolutely not, no sign of a crustacean. There's not like a crab who's just like, this is mine. This is no, this just looks like a regular captain. chest. I'll send you the image actually while I was um, looking while at I'm it. reading it. While I'm reading the description, you can have a look at it. It just is a, you know. It's just kind of an ornate design on the, it's like, yeah. I don't know, metal. It's weird. The, the description continues. I've tried to have it authenticated as a pirate chest, but no one can give me a definitive a definite answer. I no, don't no. believe it to be a strong box, as this is too decorative. Has old repairs. Opens well. If you have any info that might help, please message me. I'd appreciate it. I really don't want to sell this. I've never seen another <laughs> like it. <laughs> I like that they're like I don't. It, it's costing too much. It's eating me out of house and home. Like, it's, Please, it's just I don't too want much to of an expense. It. Not <laughs> as it says, not as nice as the treasure chests on here for thousands of dollars. But this is such a cool display piece. Please view all images. And again, any info would be appreciated. Thank you. They. I've never heard probably what I predict to be more mischaracterized interactions between them and whoever they were contacting to like get it authorized or like looked at. They were probably like, this is a pirate treasure chest. And they're like, no, it's we gotta <laughs> slow determine. down. We got to determine if it's actually like, what is it? It is a pirate. And it's all rusty. It also <laughs> looks like a piece of shit. Half, like it's cool, but it's like missing a band on top. It has like two weird locks, which is kind of cool, but also like, it has a neat design, but you'd have to like do so much work on it to get it into a presentable place. So, as if to underscore this idea of the the pirate the pirate theme, 
There is one picture all the way at the bottom of, I would say, something like 25 pictures of this in the post. And the very oh. last one is the presumably the seller holding it. And the seller is wearing a pirate-themed shirt as they <laughs> hold it, as if to sell this idea. Like a... Like the Seinfeld bit about a, a puffy shirt? <laughs> They're wearing <laughs> wait, the no, puffy just shirt? Has a, has a skull and crossbones on the, on the shirt, but I do like where your mind went. That is very fun. <laughs> <laughs> just a, a Shakespeare in the Park play member. <laughs> so well for this ornate, amazing pirate Ipswich, Massachusetts chest, please, that you can hold all of your taxidermy in. It's a perfect vessel for all of these. $500. They're going to wow. listen for 500 Five hundred dollars. Well, it's actually six hundred dollars. Okay, uh, so <laughs> just even, even the, more hey, count ridiculous. Your fucking lucky stars, because you. I forgot that you have to buy whatever I predict nor like properly. <laughs> I, so you. I know. I need to really steer clear of doing these expensive items because it really gets into the danger zone for my own wallet. <laughs> but um, that's. I mean, it's too much. If I saw this at even, I feel like this would be in a um. Like a, a big antique store, yes. and it would be in the corner. Like it would be housing other things, but you'd be like, "Is this for sale?" And they're like, "I guess." Like I it's guess. pretty I broken about down. Yeah, like six six hundred dollars is a lot. Well, but, it does yeah. have. Uh, it doesn't have any watchers, so there's no real competition. We can check oh, back. Can, in oh, later. okay, that's great. I, I know. <laughs> no, it's secure. It's nice and secure for you. Well. Thank you for that. Brings uh, us to the end of this segment, so I can now go back to to talking in my normal voice as I do. You know, that's, uh, oh no, 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 normal, too normal. You oh, you're doing your radio normal. voice. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you got to do your your normal. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. Radio this voice. is this <laughs> is my radio voice. Perfect. Yes, oh, this is how we how we talk all the time here on Segment City. Thank you, everybody, for uh, c- coming to this. I can't do this voice continue. Um, <laughs> Even as a bit, you're like, I got to I gotta I jump out can't. of this. I, I got to eject I, for this bit. I did hear somebody in a video do a genuine, you know, and people are like, let's get, let's move, let's get on the, get on the road, get on the, get on our way. I saw I, somebody like legitimately do that where <laughs> their brain the just like stopped gift? for a moment oh, and no. they're like, I just, we just, do you have any words of... Um, do you have anything that you could say to me that would help me on my way? <laughs> like they, it was like a very like actually had to think about it. Walk, they were like watching failing. them. Oof! But you know what, you've listeners, you've had an entire hour of listening to us failing, and you're still here. You're so still you know here what? Somehow it, it's still entertaining. Thank you everybody for listening to this episode of Segment City. Remember, if you have any segments that you want to send to us, send it to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Hit up our Twitter, Segment City. Our YouTube is Segment City. Uh, and give us some ratings. Give us reviews on your pod net- podcast networks of choice, like iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those. Uh, and we'd like to give a big thank you to someone in particular. Thank you to Rachel Robinson. She doesn't have a southern drawl, but maybe one day she will. So there's a... Uh... There's a little something <laughs> for you to look forward to. Uh, Utah. It's uh, kind of, I, I don't know. I feel like that has kind of a, a cowboy culture. I, I was so invested in the Southern Draw, I forgot to mention flaps. that she does our intro music and has other music <laughs> you can find out there on the internet. And, uh, you know, sometimes I just drift off into my happy place, which of course is the Bayou. And, uh, the, you yeah. know, you know what's in the Bayou. There's, uh, 
there's uh, my special little place that has all my contraptions for uh, yeah for uh, making sweet molasses in the body. <laughs> That's what I do. Well, this, yeah, is, that, this is Sweet Molasses, molasses Jones, huh? my new character, Sweet Molasses Jones in yeah. the bayou. Sometimes a gator gets into the molasses and it kind of just rolls around and it, and it acts like a turbine, a mixer, if you will. And uh, that it helps out. All of the gators, they get stuck except for old Bessie. She's my wife. She's a gator. <laughs> She's, She's 49 years old. And occasionally we give... She's the biggest we give, gator I've ever seen. We she give only a, tries to meet, eat me <laughs> once a week. We give tours to local children if they get stuck. That's business territory, you know. They just clean that up, Andrea. <laughs> so, so this is just Bayou Willy Wonka's? I've already like, forgotten what my name was. Maybe Sweet, <laughs> Sweet Bayou Ricky. Was that it? No, <laughs> I can't remember. No, stop. <laughs> Police. <laughs> no police, police, <laughs> help! Don't, yeah, don't don't anger. The, it's like all the children from Willy Wonka. He's getting up a sucked up a tube, but it's a sewer. <laughs> it's actually just a sewer. But anyway, we're going to end with uh, our last segment of the podcast, which is list of unusual deaths, and this is a throwback to throwback. a past. Yeah, we did a, a Wikipedia story on about this a while back. Uh, in January 1518, several people died of either heart attacks, strokes, or exhaustion during a dancing mania that it oh, yeah. uh, occurred in yeah, Strasbourg, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alice. Although this is a this is a different one. the The one that we talked about was in France, I do believe. Oh, Germany. right, yeah, this I remember that. Right, Holy Roman Empire. But anyway. We got to think about those people that died dancing. Yeah, you to think about them next time <laughs> you go down to the bayou. You're saying to a child as they're like, <laughs> I don't think they would turn into a blueberry. But they would turn into, what would be like? <laughs> Listen, you should have thought about that before you petted old Bessie and stepped oh, in some you molasses. Just, Listen, you'll turn it into just a terrible elderberry. I don't know. <laughs> You Boys should have thought about bed. that before you you before you slapped my behind when <laughs> you joined on my little trolley. <laughs> what? You should have thought about it, you nasty you child. You deserve you to be eaten by a croc. You are just just because my behind is so big and juicy does not mean that you are allowed to slap it. <laughs> Listen, I said <laughs> don't spank my big I've fat already... fanny and you just went, uh, went ahead and did it. Listen, the only person who gets that fanny is my alligator wife, and she wants to eat me, so I think it's a different... <laughs> she wants my fanny in a different way. <laughs> she does want that fanny. <laughs> you know what? The best ended. part is we'll have forgotten about this character by next week, so that's a good time. <laughs> yeah, they're good. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed now. I certainly have. Goodbye. I'm the alligator. Oh, no. Get out of here, Missy. <laughs>